My wife and I went shopping for a new pair of shoes for my son, and I knelt down to see if they were going to fit. And I said to my wife, babe, I don't think these shoes are going to work. They're a little bit too big. And she said, no, 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 they're perfect. He has room to grow. And I thought to myself, don't we all? What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Brave Work Podcast, Room to Grow. We always got room to grow. I got my beautiful wife with me again for episode three. And today we're going to be chatting about brave business, Mm -hmm. which just basically means we want to do our best to maybe share some insights and some things we've learned along the way about uh, business and life in general. And so what I did was I asked my wife to write down five things she's learned about business and life wherever she wants to go with that, go with it. And I wrote down five things and we're just going to bounce <laughs> back and forth. But before we do that, yeah, how you doing? Hi, babe. Hi. Hi. You're cute. I've got water. We do not have our, can- our candle. Where is our candle? We forgot the candle. I took it to the bathtub last wow. night. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's a really good smelling candle. Mm-hmm. Um, well, And no tea. First time and without no tea. tea. I have a big thing of water because I've all I've drank today is coffee. I had two cups of coffee before like noon. Mm-hmm. So, and he's in workout clothes. And I'm in workout clothes. I'm about to go to the gym and attempt to not get dad bod. When you're young, you, you work out to get in shape. Bod. Well, when you're young, you work out to get in shape. Mm-hmm. And then you cross over 30 and you're like, I'm just trying not to look get like- too out of shape. Yeah, look like an out of shape dad. <laughs> so I don't embarrass my wife and son. It used to be about impressing you. Now it's about not embarrassing you. Oh, funny. That's real. That's super real. Super real. Um, So I chose five things. Yeah, me too. About business. I mean, I could have written probably 10, but. Life. I think today will be a little bit shorter than a lot of our other podcasts have been a little bit longer because we get lost in conversation, which I love. I think it's awesome. But we're going to move today. We're going to move and groove people. Let's go. All right. what's What's your number one? We should flip for it. No, I'll go. Sorry, I don't have a coin. Yeah, neither do I. Who does that anymore? Uh, I, my first one is interviewing well. Oh, okay. Nice. So I, I think, you know, there's some things that you don't get trained on in school. You know, mm. no one sits down and like shows you how to interview well. Like and what so, to say or what to wear. What to say, where, um, just even a countenance to carry. Ooh. I feel like there's, um, you, you need the right blend of humility and confidence in yeah. an interview that um, it's just, there's not a whole lot of areas of business that I'm like, oh, I'm a boss. But like, you if I can- You do interview really well. If I can interview in person, I feel like I can always secure a job. Um, and it's it's a strength that, that I feel like I, I carry and I love showing like others, teaching that? others. Um, it's a great question. I think partially growing, <laughs> this sounds terrible, but growing up in ministry, um, you often have to um, carry like as a ministry kid. My parents were in ministry and growing up in the church and stuff. Um, you have to carry a certain level of meekness that I feel like carries over into the business world where you're mm. humble but confident mm. in who you are, what you know, but you carry a humility because you don't want that knowledge or confidence that you have to override someone else's strengths or sense. their authority. That makes rather. Sense. I like that. Yeah. That you really do interview well. I will say that. 
Thanks, babe. You do a good job. I feel like I don't interview well, if I can be really honest, which <laughs> is the reason I haven't applied for a job in a long time. <laughs> I get nervous about interviews. You just hired yourself a long time ago and never yeah, had Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to hire me. And then I don't have to, I don't have to do the interview process. Yeah. Maybe all of this is in an effort. Maybe I built a company just to not have to do interviews. I will say that along the way, you know, my degree is in communication and there I did actually take coursework in college that revolved around interviewing, okay. um, both being on the in- interviewee mm-hmm. side and the interviewer mm-hmm. side. Um, because I, you know, for hosting, for doing uh like TV broadcast stuff, all of that, that was came along with it. But I think I've naturally always done well in interviews. I agree. What's your first one? Uh, my first one is start with rest. I think that's one thing I've learned about business. Yeah. Uh, we often talk about business and you know, it's like rest and business do not do a dance. They don't enter into right. the same playing field. And uh, I think a restless sleep mind, when you're dead, right? Sleep that when was you're like dead. when we I used were to say that. Yeah, when we were God. like twenty, we were like, if we'll I sleep just, when we're dead. If I could go slap the young me and say, "Go to bed at eight thirty, you'll you'll, <laughs> you'll perform better in life." Um, but I really believe that a restless mind moves frantically, and a frantic mind can't focus. And so it's very hard to hustle, if we want to use that yeah. word. It's very hard to hustle when you just don't have energy and you can't control your mind. So I think for me, one of the key things I've learned about business is that rest is one of the best ways that you manage your business, whatever you're Mm. trying to do. You know, I read an article a long time ago that said, you know, one of the common denominators, there are actually few uh, amongst top athletes in the world, but one of the common denominators that they all will say is a big part of their arsenal, if you will, of success is rest, sleep, Mm. going to bed at at an early hour and waking up early. Now you try to go to sleep when the sun does. I, I mean, that can be it like actually five is a goal. If we're being honest, it is a goal for 2020. Not to make this about me, but mm. I really want to try to get into a habit of as the sun's going down, be winding down with the sun. I think getting that's on the way your God, robe, getting on your Ugg slippers. You know, you're making fun of me right now. What's light your, your number candle, two? What's your number lay in two? Bed with your book. Man, I'm gonna make my number two. You know, don't uh, let your wife. Make I, fun I will of me. say though, babe, that that is a good point, and I do think that setting a different pace is yeah. like what you're talking about in business and starting with rest that yeah. completely changes your pace. Yes. Sleep. Yeah, I like that. My number two, um, I wrote down like bold, not reckless. So it comes down to self-awareness. Ooh. It comes down to like self-actualization. Yes. And it kind of ties in with, I guess, my first one um, where you can make bold moves. You can be brave, mm-hmm. right? Um, but bravery, we can kind of think bravery and think reckless, like just like, let's go. And instead, turn up. I, I mean, like, I don't mean that kind of bravery. I mean, right. you can be bold and make like um, strong and even risky sometimes deci- decisions that are backed by thought, information, calculation, information, yeah, cool. wisdom. That's great. Um, so being being bold enough to step out maybe a little bit into the unknown, but not being reckless, you know, doing it smart. I think, I just realized that your first one ties in with your second one. My first one ties in with my second one. I just looked down, I was like, what's my second one? Because I'm caught up in yours. They should all tie into each other, It's crazy, it it does. My my second one for uh, having a brave business or having a brave life, you could just say that, is creating a value filter. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which I think when you're rested, mm-hmm. you can easily see uh, what priorities should be. Um, 
I think one thing I've heard people say in the past is, you know, what's going to matter in 30 years? Yeah. Start living in light of that now because the 30-year version of you down the road will thank you and be like, yes, thank you for spending time on those things. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to get going in the pace of life and forget what what are the things that actually really matter. And I think sometimes to live into values and to create a value filter, you have to let good things pass you by. And I think that's the hardest part of really successful people will tell you they say no to good things all the time, whether it's a good party or a good hangout or a good, um, you know, a good meal sometimes, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, because they're more focused on deeper things, like maybe their time, maybe their family, uh, maybe building core relationships as opposed to have a quantity of relationships. So it, it's a balancing act there for sure. You don't want to tip the scale too far one way or the other, but I really believe creating a value filter is a means of success in our lives. Yeah, and I think, you know, talking about rest, I know you're not actually necessarily just talking about sleep, but sometimes even from a physical perspective, our minds being rested removes this cloud or haze that makes things blurry and, you know, we're able to clearly identify what are those important factors. Yes, exactly. Okay, so hit me now with uh, number three. Don't hit me now. Hit me now with your number three. What's your number three for uh, living a brave life and story and handling your business in a brave way. This, strangely enough, continues on in the same vein for me. Wow. I didn't mean to do it this way, I promise. Um, never stop growing and learning. Ooh. Which can otherwise be put as humility. That can be a definition sure. for humility, right? Like when we are humble, when we are or have self-actualization maybe, Hmm. um, we're able to see both our strengths and our deficiencies. And so I feel like when I say never stop growing and learning, I mean, it doesn't matter if you are um, the CEO and founder of an organization. Or the janitor. Or just starting out as an assistant is where I was going to go. Wherever it is, wherever you are, whatever role you play, Mm -hmm. um, even up at the top, you know, if if you have a founder and CEO who stops growing and Ooh. evolving and learning and, you know, what happens? They stop being either A, culturally relevant. They stop being innovative. Right. They stop being creative um, and just kind of want to do the same thing all the time. And so I, I feel like when we subject ourselves to continued growth, when Mm. we say my journey for growth and learning is never over, I can always be changing. What that does to our businesses is it says, okay, this business, and this is something we don't always like, we want to figure it out and then just run with that. But sometimes the brave thing in business is to say, hey, this is what works right now. And I have to be willing to change if it starts to not work as efficiently, kind of like losing weight, right? If you're if you're able to just change your eating habits and lose weight, mm-hmm. but then you plateau, you have to then adjust your eating habits, adjust your exercise, adjust something to continue on your weight loss journey or your health journey. In the same way in our business, in order to stay healthy, we have to continue adjusting to stay healthy and to grow. Yeah, I think that's a great thought. I I heard somebody say once, an organization never outgrows its leadership or grows Mm. faster than its leadership. Mm. Um, It's probably a better way of saying it. Never grows faster than its leaders, its founders. And uh, I think it's a really important thing to always keep growing. As a matter of fact, I think it's so important that my number three 
Are you ready for this? Sure. Is remain a student. Same. It's the same thing. Great. Dang it. What do we do now? Do I have to make up a new one? Nope. On the fly? Um, I will go on to kind of give the other side of that is like maybe the how. How do we do that? How do we do the things you're talking about? How do Mm -hmm. we remain a person who's growing? I think there's really practical things that I've learned from some of the people I have kept close to me um, in the last few years. One is read. Like we talked about on the last podcast, obviously all these books, but uh, I found more books on the back of the toilet, like Boy Crisis and uh, there's Mm -hmm. one about marriage and Oh yeah, that are just kind of like ongoing books the I'm way reading. We love. Yeah, you did read. Them. <laughs> I realized a lot of these books I haven't I haven't actually finished. Uh, so I'm 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 always working on that. But I think reading, yeah, you know, it's been said at the, many many times before me, uh, before I was ever even born on this planet. But people have said, you know, leaders are readers, um, and I actually don't think that's 100 percent truth. I think part of that is true, but I think leaders are people who choose to take what they've read and and apply it. So it goes a little step further. Than I, I would challenge that by saying leaders are listeners. Mm. Um, and so instead of I leaders being readers, yeah, leaders are listeners. They're equal parts. They could be listening to a book. Like yeah. not not I don't mean realistically we're in like, audio because who cares? Yeah, we're right? sponges. But we are intaking. So leaders are always taking in information from those around us and from and I think that even talks about the kind of learning. You're talking about a student being, right. a student, being a student. There's different kinds of learning. There's the type of learning that happens to us. And then there's right. the type of learning that we seek out. So yeah. there's learning that happens by experience mm-hmm. and what we go through in our life, in our business, obstacles, triumphs, whatever. And then there's the kind of learning that we seek out, which is continued education, which right. is, um, you know, it can be reading. It can be um, different articles or just all different kinds of of uh, continued education, right? Like if you're in hair, if you do hair, if you continue doing hair forever the same way without continued education, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to be giving everyone mullets from the '80s, <laughs> which cuts. are back. I get bowl it. I get it. But I, yeah, bowl cuts. You know, that's but good. There, no, that's there's, fantastic. Yeah, something to that continued. I think even education. just a, on a practical note, I was going to say is is um, ask questions. You know, some yeah. of the best leaders that I've gotten to be around, um, I feel like ask why, like what or why do you feel that way? Or I hear them say things like, "Oh, that's interesting. What do you think about that?" Mm-hmm. And I think some of the greatest leaders probably in the world are inquisitive students. So not just students as in a sense of like we got to be studious, like nerdy, sure. push up your glasses on your the brow of your nose, like that kind of vibe. I think it's more about um, a posture of always willing to learn. And it's funny because I've had some leaders in my life who I know know more than me. And in conversations, they go, why do you feel that way? And I feel like they're just like opening up my heart. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I said something so confidently. Yeah. And then they're like, well, why do you, what makes you think that? Or what makes you feel that way? And I'm like, I, I don't actually. And I'm like a house of cards. Um, and that's okay. That's good. It dismantles you a bit when somebody just asks you why, and or you find somebody has a strong belief underneath their uh, strong conviction, and you can learn about that conviction. You may not agree with it, but I think we'd all agree that you don't have to agree to learn. Mm-hmm. What's your number four? My number four is forward progression sometimes takes a step back. Mm. Okay. Wow. The faces Dang. I'm getting. I was trying to take a sip of water and I couldn't even enjoy it. You, <laughs> what I mean man, that's good. 
is forward progression sometimes, sometimes takes, takes a, a step, step back. back. Man, that's great. I love that. I mean, there's so many different meanings for that and so how true, it can though. apply to us, but I even just mean, um, you know, let's take it straightforward. A lot of times in our careers, we're wanting forward progression. And there is this proverbial ladder to climb. And sometimes when we step out, we change positions, we work for a different company. Sometimes it can feel like a linear move or even like a step back when we are, Mm. let's say we're moving or we to a different state or country or whatever. Um, Or let's say we just really feel like, man, we've been in this place for 10 years and I need something different. I need a challenge, a change, whatever. And that's not available at your company and you feel like you need to work somewhere else. Sometimes the moves we make, even in positions, can feel like, man, I'm really going from a director level. I'm Mm -hmm. really taking a step back. Right. Um, And that's not always necessarily the case because we have to recognize that the learning is the progression. Right. um, That the different skill set we're acquiring, that is the growth. And um, yeah, I just feel like there's so many other ways to take that on a more like inward level as Mm -hmm. well, but that's just the straightforward. I think that's a fantastic one. I think your sentence in and of itself was just like, mic drop. Thanks, babe. Almost choked on my water. Um, making it up. Okay, so my number four. Okay. Uh, you're going to be proud of me for this one. I already Let's know. Let's go. Is have fun and get out of your own head. Wow. Yeah. Then you're going to love my next one. Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> my wife has really helped me with this. We're, we're going to talk more about Enneagrams in uh, maybe yeah. next episode. I think we're okay. going to get into Enneagram stuff a little bit. And we'll talk more about what that actually is, personality assessment kind of test. Anyway. My Enneagram number is not always uh, bent towards having fun. fun. Uh, I don't like spontaneity a ton. I don't mind it sometimes. He but doesn't I, like Disneyland. I don't prefer it. I don't like Disneyland. I don't like rides. I don't like germs. I mean, that's not a personality thing. That's just a preference. Crowd. Uh, crowds, loud noises. I like I like quiet. I like gentle. Anything gentle, right? Just, just gentle. Elephants and teddy bears. I don't know. So... Um, with that being said, I've really had to work at having fun. As weird as that sounds, I had had to take the same measure of focus and intentionality that I do with work and things that I really care about, my values, and I had I've had to apply those to to having fun. And I think one year I took up golf, that didn't last long. And it's really expensive, and That's I'm not like- good at it. Honestly, sounds like the least fun of any sport you could take up, but it's no, okay. No, it's totally fun for me. Things that have to really <laughs> engage my mind. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done for fun. But even now, oh gosh, a couple times basketball. a week, I go and play basketball. Yeah. Or uh, for me, fun is just have like meeting up with a friend and having no agenda. Like sure. just have coffee, just hang out. Anything you do with your kid, you usually have fun. Yes. And then almost every week right now, I'm writing songs mm-hmm. and getting back into songwriting, just having fun with my buddy Zach and, and Nick and just having fun. Pedro has productive fun. It is. It, it still could be considered productive fun for sure. Purposeful But fun. it helps me get out of my head. And that is the key. That is a very big key. And I think it's successful business is allowing your mind some space to, to wander. I think it's very important. Steve Jobs said yeah. so too. So if he says it, I mean, you're probably holding an iPhone. So listen to the guy. All right. So what is your number? What are we on? Number five. five. Oh, Last snap. One. You said I'd like it. What is it? You're going to like it because okay. this is one. Now, I'm an Enneagram 7. This is my preface. I'm an Enneagram 7. Yeah. 
Enneagram 7 is um, spontaneous. Yes, they're called the enthusiasts. They are uh, fun. They are fun. Basically just fun. (laughs) Um, And so oftentimes people think that someone who is spontaneous does not like like structure. Right. And actually one of the ways I found myself to be most successful day in and day out or on a long-term basis is through schedule. Mm -hmm. So my number five is to create bumpers. Create bumpers. Just like, you know, you would for bowling. Yes. Um, And a major bumper, I think, for anyone in business is a schedule, whether that's a daily routine, whether that's just being able to look out over your week um, and have an idea or your day, whatever it may be. Um, Schedule is really important. It really helps me. I, I would never think, I would typically imagine that I would feel limited by a schedule, but instead I feel freed to have fun in the in-betweens if I know what to expect. Mm. Not always great about um, digital scheduling, meaning it's not always in my pocket on my phone, that right. type thing, but actually like a written out schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is where you thrive in schedule. So maybe I've learned that from you. I don't I know. I think it sounds like we both have learned from each other. And if you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to know something. We literally did not plan this. No, it's this great. This could not have sound more rehearsed though. Um, we didn't plan it at all. We we started to talk about it at the very beginning. And I was like, no, 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 let's not share them. We didn't even prep these. We wrote these down right before we started. And we wrote them down right before we started. And we are just like, let's just run with it and share stuff genuinely that we've learned, not curated, not reading other people's books and quotes, just our own stuff. Let's hear your last one. Number five. Drum roll, please. You don't. Oh, okay. My number five is don't hustle, just focus. Okay. Don't hustle, just focus. Um, it's not exciting, probably, but it's exciting for me because I've learned that working smart really matters. Um, I remember, I got a story actually for this one, working smart. Um, I remember playing basketball with a friend of mine. His name's Desmond Jennings. Desmond Jennings, as you know, uh, was a center fielder for, for me when I played baseball in high school. Desmond mm-hmm. went on to play and professional then the Tampa baseball. Bay yes. Yeah. Yeah. Went on to play professional baseball, Cincinnati Reds. He's had a great career. Awesome dude. Shout out to Desmond. What's up, dude? Um, and one time, my dad and my uncle and me and Desmond decide we're going to play on a two-on-two basketball mm. game in my driveway. What were the teams? It was my uncle and my dad. Of course, they're brothers. Oh. They got to play us. So the young guys. Where's the oldies? The old. In shape, not so much. And that's what we went after. We we're going to see who could win. And I'm literally like, we're going to crush these guys. They're smart, though, and they're brothers. They're well, like, there's that. Yeah. My dad is like… Uh, I, I think, Dad, if I'm messing up your height, I'm so sorry. But my dad's like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, maybe? I think he's like 5'10". My dad is not 5'10". Well, That's hilarious. 5'9". Let's, let's settle on 5'9". Jesse's giving you 5'9". 5'9", it is. We're handshaking, okay. guys, with our left hands. <laughs> um, so my dad's, let's just call it 5'9". My uncle's about 6'2", I think 6'3", somewhere in there. He's tall guy. He's yeah. pretty tall. Similar build to you. Desmond and I… You know, both of us could dunk a basketball since we were in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Both, of, both of us could jump high, run fast, pass the ball quick, all of that. But here's the thing about the don't hustle, just focus. These guys knew how to play the game better than us. Mm. They weren't more talented than us. They didn't have more skill than we did. But they knew how to focus on the small things in the game. Mm. Like uh, shooting the ball off the backboard. Go figure. Mm. It's a lost art in basketball, especially in driveway basketball. Mm. Um how to do no-look passes, mm-hmm. you know? They knew how to communicate with their eyes. 
we're over here saying like, you know, go there, go, you know, we're like, and they're yeah. already there to defend it. So I say all that and use that story as a great, simple thing to say, you know, working, working focused, working smart. Um, oh, like working smarter, not harder. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent is, is really the way, you know, mm-hmm. the older I've gotten, I realized like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to out hustle some young dude out there who just spends all of his time grinding on his consulting business or grinding on his storytelling business or like I'm in my own lane and I'm, I've, I'm, I'm doing my own race. Yeah. And the way to be healthy and concise is to don't think about hustle, think about focus. And I think so many of us, especially millennials would be like, oh, I have such a hard time focusing, right? Yeah. That's why like ADHD and ADD, mm-hmm. all these things are off the charts right now. And I think in the same way that we have trained our brains to be distracted, um, to have shorter attention spans, focus is a practice Yeah, that we have to work toward. Yeah. I think it's a really good one. Okay. So recap all five, read them off, and I'm going to read off my five. We'll close this bad boy down. My first one was interviewing well. My second one was self-actualization, being bold, not reckless. Mm. My third was never stop growing or learning, aka humility. Mm. My fourth was forward progression sometimes takes step back. Dang, that's good. That's like a Drake song. And my fifth one was building bumpers building, in the schedule. Building yeah. bump. Man, yours are really good. Now I feel jealous. I'm going to rewrite them and we're going to do another one. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> no, we're not. No. I get all competitive. Um, my number one was start with rest. My number two was create a value filter. Mm-hmm. My number three was remain a student. Mm-hmm. My number four was have fun and get out of your own head. Yep. And my number five was don't hustle, just focus. Yeah. Just focus. Super good, babe. All right. I think that's all we got. That's all we got. I hope those 10 things have helped you in life and in business. I think they can be applied to all different arenas of life. But um, maybe just grab a hold of one of them and try to practically apply it to your Monday or your Tuesday. We can always go in deeper on any of them. So let us know what you think. We'd love let to us hear. know what you think. If there's one that really resonated or one that you uh, don't agree with even, like it'd, it'd be cool to just chat on it and, and see what's up. So got a lot of people that I'm going to be bringing on the podcast over the next few episodes. We're going to be talking Enneagram because that's going to be a fun topic. We need to bring some other people on for that one. Maybe yeah, we get all the numbers fun. represented. Nine people in one podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Sure, sure, sure. It's a big conversation. Maybe we break it up into small series. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead down to the gym, not get dad bod. What are you doing for the rest of your day? I got a bunch of things to do, so. Before the kid I would up. rather, you know, not waste anyone's time hearing the monotony of my cleaning and prepping and working out and momming. Well, listen, guys, keep doing brave work. Keep doing work that matters. And whatever you do, never forget that we all truly have room to grow. 